0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Impact Play. We are your source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and debates that bridges out beyond than just gaming. We're not only blurring the lines between gaming, entertainment, sports, and music. We're even amplifying those voices and having their stories told here on the Impact Play. You join us as we record the live show over at twitch.tv backslash the impact play and by clicking on that notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on youtube or even on your favorite podcast platform just simply search for the impact play however you consume your content wherever you consume it we are there Join us on Patreon while Silver Recruits and above get the show ad free. Gold Recruits and above have exclusive access to not only the post show, but they can even call in and be a part of the live show experience. Learn more at patreoncom backslash the impact play. I am your Mohammed, otherwise known as It's You. This is episode 103. On the agenda, we have the schedule for E3 2021: a, to- a new battlefield. Atari is releasing a new console. Black Clover Season 4. Diana has been casted in John Wick 4. Loki is fin- finally arrives this week. LeBron James walks off the court. And an exhibition match between Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul. Plus the top stories of the week. So welcome to the very first segment of the show. Where we discuss what we have been playing and essentially what we have been on. So if you guys are uh if you guys are having keeping up with the show and with me as well on social media I did see goo, i t s y a g o o h that's a selfish plug there but nonetheless I've been having a such a blast with racket League <laughs> like essentially that's all I've been on this week I haven't played anything else just that and, like I've streamed at t- uh some some days and then there's other days where I didn't feel like streaming I just played like maybe like a quick match or two and uh, yesterday was it yesterday or was it the day before? The day before, two days ago, I put a clip up on TikTok and on uh, Instagram. No, it's not out there yet. It's on TikTok right now, so you could fo- uh, check me out there. It's Tiago. We were, it was, just, it, I started to play around with this new uh, limited time mode that they have with, like, abilities, and then you have extra tool sets and so on like that. Let me, let me play a match, let me see what this mode is about. We were getting creamed, so that's, 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 that's like, that doesn't even, that's, that's you know, not what, what I'm here to, to discuss. We got creamed by 9, uh, 9 to 2, or 2 to 9, <laughs> whatever. Well uh there was i was just i'm not gonna kind of spoil it because i want to i want you guys to watch it let me know your thoughts in the comments on tiktok on the video it was not expected it wasn't planned let's go and watch it and let me let me know your thoughts your comments and it's your google i-t-s-y-a-g-o-o-h over on tiktok so be sure to check out the latest video i I also upload a ton of uh clips and highlights of of the streams that we do Over on TikTok, so be sure you're following me there as well. And, essentially, I've been watching. I've been trying to catch up with Lucifer. I'm still in Season 1. I still have a long way to go, I know. And then the Arrowverse shows as well. The Flash. Legends of Tomorrow. Arrow. Supergirl. Batwoman. So on, and all that. So... No spoilers, I've been trying to stay away from social media as well because I can. Because even when I go on TikTok, I still see little bits of clips from seasons that I haven't even watched yet, so I try my best. <laughs> but that's about it, so I guess we're gonna go on to the news. So, first up is the gaming play. We have, we have your E3 2021 schedule from Ubisoft to Nintendo. And this was compiled over on Kotaku. So Saturday, June 12th. There is the pre-show, E3 2021, press conferences from Ubisoft, Gearbox, as well as GamesBeat. This, uh, Sunday, June 13th, you have Microsoft, uh, uh, Xbox, and the episodes that showcase out. Uh, then you have Square Enix Presents. You have the BC gaming show and featured games show, and then it'll end with the Warner Brothers. Games, Black, Back for Blood, and Twenty Four Entertainment. Monday, June Fourteenth. You have uh, it's essentially an indie, indie developer uh, presentation. Uh, in addition to Take Two Interactive, Mythic Games, Freedom Games, Razer and Capcom will also take place. Verizon and, and television will also be featured along with a, t- a session with Ben. Tuesday is the last day, which will include Nite- Nintendo's... Uh, Nintendo's Nintendo Direct and <laughs> Nintendo Treehouse. Uh, okay, and then you also have Bandai game Eureka Games, and GameSpot will have events. But this is just, like, the top of the list. We still have other developers, other... Uh, Companies at the conference as well, so this is just a highlight. And so, and speaking of E3, someone we did not expect Netflix will be there. We'll talk about that later on because it's kind of uh, at the end of gaming of the gaming the uh, play segment because it it kind of intertwines gaming and, and entertainment. So yeah. <laughs> so moving on, Gotham Knights has a release date. Uh, let's see, this is coming from Games Radar. But it has been delayed to 2022. Sadly, And it's saying that the Corner of Apples will be its big focus, which is they could do so much with it. Because I've been watching. Um, there is an animated series between Batman and the Court of Owls. So I've been like literally on TikTok. My for you page is filled up with anime, uh, DC clips, movie clips, and so on. Family Guy, South Park, and all that. And this is one of them. I'm like, yeah, they, this has a lot, owls, so much potential. Hopefully, this will do so much better than Marvel's Adventures did. I'm excited for, it, nonetheless. Uh, okay, so close. There we go. Uh, what do we got? Oh yeah, last week we teased a a Fall Guys teaser with uh, I guess partnership, and now we well I kind of knew this before, but I wasn't sure, so I didn't want to guess. So it is boom, super boomerang. Let me see, how do you say this? Super boomerang are online. <laughs> So essentially, it's a new skin, and this came out two days ago as of this recording. Alrighty, let's see. Oh yeah, the new, the new Nintendo Switch Pro has reportedly popped up on Amazon Mexico. This is com- coming from Games Radar. It, uh, there's no image at all. All it says. Is in the title. It says noon Nintendo Switch Pro. That's it. So it could. And it could mean anything. But. Apparently. They are saying that. It might be announced. Sometime this week. Before E3. So. Maybe in a couple of days. We get some sort of announcement. From Nintendo. Or they might even save it for E3. Who knows. So. Let's see what do we got. Uh from IGN. Coach Media, the parent company of such IP as Saints Row, Dead Island, Major, the new time splitters, and more has announced its Koch Primetime gaming stream for June eleventh at twelve p.m. Pacific and thirty PM Eastern for those watching us in Atlanta. This gaming stream will be part of summer game. Fest and while well, no further details were given as what to expect, of course, you going to save for the announcement, but yeah, expect something new, expect a lot of announcements <laughs> like from this week on Fortnite and huh? books. Okay, Fortnite's gotten a crossover with Mistborn, a fantasy series by Brandon Sanderson. Following a teaser, a Twitter teaser, players can now get a skin of character, Kelsire, along with a themed back bling, pickaxe, and load screen. It's the game's first book tie-in. Fortnite literally started it off, and ever since Epic bought Rocket League, it's been so much better. Of course, you all know, I'm into Rocket League now, and the reason why I got back to Rocket League is the skins. That's what got me back into it. The Fortnite skins are not doing anything for me now, so I just stopped playing it altogether. Rocket League is really something else, and I'm... Suddenly improving each time I play because I'm learning new moves, testing new combos, and so on. But yeah, but I love these skins. There's one skin that I missed out on is the McLaren skin that came out last week. I thought it was still out. I'm like, ah, oh, but then I ended up buying the the latest skin that's out now. I'll take a screenshot and post it on social media later on today. So stay tuned for that. And uh, moving on. A Resident Evil producer is leaving Capcom. For who? For Bungie. It's coming from Nintendo Life. He's described as one of the most senior figures involved with recent Resident Evil games. He oversaw the development of Resident Evil Village and the Resident Evil 3 remake. And before this was credited for the Resident Evil, Revelation series, and much, much more. Fabiano has also worked on Ghost and Goblin Resurrection. And series like Devil May Cry as a producer. VGC notes that the role of producer in Japan often involves a mix of disciplines and input and in creative decisions. One other highlight is his role as the cre- as a creator, as a character, Peter Walken in Resident Evil 7. So let's end. and he posted this. I've taken a new position at Bungie, working with some great people and continuing my journey. Eyes up, Guardian. So, uh, well wishes to him. This next one's coming over from VentureBeat. Hello. Randy Pitchford is creating LGBTQ plus understanding through games. I had, well, kind of in the middle of Pride Month, but yeah. Representations in media matters, a rep- representation in media matters and video games are the new frontier for the push for diversifying our entertainment. Gearbox Software reinforced that that as its writers crafted an expansion pack for its popular Borderlands three. The expansion features two gay characters and was nominated for outstanding video game earlier this year by the Gay and Lesbian Against Def, def- Defamation for its annual GLAAD Media Awards. It was also nominated for two gaming awards. J-A-Y-M-A-N-G. Borderlands 3, Guns, Love, and Tentacles was an expansion pack that came out in March of 2020. The second expansion pack for the hit game featured the marriage of Rate and Hammerlock, which takes place on a, on a cult-controlled planet with the wedding of two gay characters. Wayne Wright Jacobs, and Sir Hammerlock. It included queer, non-binary, and pansexual characters. The Borderlands series that has sold more than 60 million copies and $1 billion in revenue. It's as mainstream as a video game can get. And GLAAD praised it for normalizing LGBTQ+ plus behavior and providing a storyline that shed light on such backgrounds during a political and cultural div- divisive... The Div- <laughs> divisive moment. Uh, yeah. Scooters and on Gearbox. And speaking of... I should worry about that later. Uh, Call of Duty Online is shutting down. I never even heard of this before. Before I, I stumbled upon this new story. Coming from Comic Book. Tencent has announced that Call of Duty Online will be shut down at the end of August. The company made this announcement on the game's official website and was translated by Nico Partner's senior analyst, Danielle Am- Amar, on Twitter. Call of Duty Online has been around since 2015 and is exclusive to the Chinese market. Apparently, Activision chose not to renew the game and players will be instead be encouraged to check out Call of Duty Mobile in an effort to encourage players to make the switch. I did not know this was a thing at all and this was apparently a different country so that kind of makes sense so prepare for june 9th a new battlefield announcement this is coming from their official twitter account and speaker speaking of battlefield this next story Where are you? Let's see if I can find it. I'm going to leave you guys speculating if you guys haven't heard about this. Alright, here we go. Battlefield 2042 is apparently the name of the next Battlefield instead of Battlefield 6. And the open beta could be set for the end of June of 2021 So this year, essentially. It's coming from Dual DualShockers. New leaks from the next Battlefield game suggest that the Battlefield 2042 open beta will be Available as soon as later as this month. The leaks around Battlefield 6 have been inevitably floating on the internet over the last few weeks. Things got started with some trailer screenshots from the upcoming Battlefield title. And then tweaked with a bunch of gameplay images shared by Tom Henderson. Up to this date, the only thing official about the next Battlefield is the fact that it's supposed to be unveiled on June 9th. Although we are only a few days from the announcement, some main features of the game have been leaked online once again. We're not going to go into the leaks because we like to stay spoiler-free. So, are you ready for Summer Games Fest? Stay tuned on June 10th with the kickoff. And they are partnering with Twitter Gaming. Sony has announced a brand new public has announced brand new public EVO tournaments. This is going from IGN. The EVO community series was revealed on the PlayStation blog, dubbed a global celebration of the fighting game community. The ECS takes place between June 10th and August 3rd and will feature more than 120 tournaments around the world. With $74,000 in total prize money available to competitors, PlayStation made a meaningful move into the FGC eSports scene with, when it acquired the Evolution Champion Series back in March. And this is its first public move into expanding the event. Three PlayStation hosted tournaments will also take place during the ECS, starting with the PlayStation Tournament FGC Arcade EVO Edition, which runs between June 10th and June 22nd. North America and Europe, the European competitors will, with active PlayStation Plus subscription will also Able to duke duke it out for the chance of winning part of the $20,000 price pool in Grand Blue Fantasy vs. Guilty Gear Strike, Mortal Kombat 11, Ultimate, and Tekken 7. The PlayStation Tournament EVO 2021 online warm-up will then take place between June 26th and July 13th, offering... A $19,000 price pool to competitors from North America, Europe, Latin America, and the Middle East, as well as Asia, playing, *Guilty Gear Strike*, *Strife*, *Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate*, *Street, Street Fighter 5 Champion Edition*, and *Tekken 7*. Finally, the PlayStation Tournament Evo 2021 online side tournaments will also feature will also uh, start between July 8th and August 3rd. allowing players from North America, Europe, Latin. America, the Middle East, Asia, and Japan to fight for a thirty-five thousand dollar prize pool, in Blast Blue Cross Tag Battle, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Grand Blue Fantasy versus Mobile Suit Gundam, Extreme versus Maxi Boost On, Skullgirls, Skullgirls Second Encore, Skull, Soul Calibur 6, and Under Night and Birth X Late CLR. <laughs> Certain matches from the tournament will be broadcasted on Twitch and YouTube across PlayStation and in the Evil social streaming channels. So be sure to check it out and register if you guys are interested in winning some cash. So the next one's coming from Tom Warren, actually. He tweeted this. Watch Dogs Legion now has a zombie mode and alpha testing on PC. He tested it and it's like Shaun of the Dead, but he couldn't find... The Winchester Tavern, but yeah. So it's a brand new update and it takes you to London. And this next was coming from GameSpider. So it's essentially just an extension of his tweet. So uh, we are getting five classic Need for Speed games that have been permanently delisted. Did I say we're getting? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for that little tease. A collection of Need for Speed games have been pulled from digital storefronts by EA. And this was coming from GamesRadar. In a post on Reddit, community manager Max Merrick told fans that the sun is setting on some older NFS titles. Need for Speed Carbon, Need for Speed Undercover, Need for Speed Shift, Need for Speed Shift 2 Unleashed, and Need for Speed The Run have been removed from sale. I'm surprised that they actually removed them. They should have just left them as is. But yeah. Cyberpunk 2077. Uh roadmap update and crash rate declines shown in Q- Q- Q1 2021. Uh, essentially nothing nothing new. Okay, here we go. This is kinda revolves around CD project bread, but not Cyberpunk exactly. So this is going from game industry.biz. Talking to the people behind GOG.com, parent company, CD Projekt Red, kidding me, I didn't know that. Huh, that's new. And the indie publisher gaming company today announced that they have combined interests and efforts to form RetroVibe, a new publisher focusing on indie titles with a new retro twist. The new company's co-founders include CD Projekt Red co-founder and former joint CEO, Michael I'm sorry if I botched their names, but here we go. McKenzie, as well as gaming company co-founders Michael Afelski and Krezistov, Poplinski is back in the company while Afelski and Polinski will be handling the day-to-day duties running the publisher. Watcher Vibe also announced that its first five signed titles include Project Warlock Two, Janosek Gen- Two, Bayora the Looter, and Sharpunk Verm In addition to its now, in addition, it is now handling publishing duties on previous on previously released title Project Warlock and Janosik. Gen- but yeah, Nintendo is getting $2.1 million in damages in a lawsuit against Rome Rome Universe. This is coming from GamesIndustry.biz. Alright. Nintendo initially asked for over fifty million million in copyright and trademark infringement damages to our Trent Freak reporter. Oh, wait, I remember this story from before now. This one that was selling uh, illegal copies, amongst others, Nintendo initially demanded nine hundred thousand, ninety thousand dollars for each copyrighted work, uh, but the court granted plaintiff's motion for summary judgment as to plaintiff's copyright infringement, unfair protection, and Lineham Act claims and awarded plaintiffs $1,750,000 in Stationary damages under the copyright act and four hundred thousand dollars in stationary damages under the Lenham Act for a total of two million hundred and fifteen thousand dollars in statutory damages. Yeah, this this is that story of legal copies. So I was right. <laughs> So, uh, Valve's attempt to overturn a jury's $4 million decision against it in a patent lawsuit has failed, as reported by the Esports Observer. This is compiled on GamesIndustry.biz once again. U.S. District Court Judge Thomas S. Zilly last week denied Valve's motion to overturn the jury decision as well as its request for a new trial, but also denied their request, plaintiffs. Ironberg's invention parent company of Scuff Gaming to increase the damage Valve must pay. The dispute concerned a patent held by Ironberg for a game controller with two additional paddle buttons with the rear of the controller designed for a user's middle fingers. A key point of... patent ...con...tention? In this case was whether or not Valve's team controller, which has a back battery cover with wings on either side, act as paddle buttons would count as having the two elongated paddles described in the original patent. In the ruling, Zilli referred back to the opening statement of Valve's counsel with the attorney arguing it was a straightforward case that could be determined with just two pieces of evidence, the patent itself and Valve's team controller. The court agrees that this case is straightforward can be decided on the 525 patent and the accused device, Zilly wrote the jury appears to have done exactly that, but defendant does not like the result of the jury, the the result the jury reached, and this the the defendant's dissatisfaction does not constitute grounds for judgment as a matter of law or a new trial. So there you go. This means you don't agree with the decision. If everything was right and just, nothing else you can do. Well, we got a lot. We have a whole lot of gaming news. This is just the first segment too of news. Okay. So, Roman think, Saga Re Universe, a classic JRPG for the modern age, celebrate is celebrating its first anniversary. It's coming from Screenix directly. Of the fan favorite mobile adventure RPG Romancing Saga Universe. With exciting new content and special in-game promotions throughout the month of June. Players can look forward to special celebrity celebratory rewards. Hey, what'd I do? Special limited time content, new permanent content additions, and bonuses galore. So there's stuff going on now through July 6th. But yeah. Guys are playing that. Have fun with Noon DLC. Ubisoft launches Far Cry VR, an A player VR arcade experience with zero latency, apparently. Oh, wait, so it's. It's, it's not like a game, it's just Far Cry VR. It's not bookable across 50 locations in 23 countries. So, you have to visit a real agency location. Oh, okay, I thought it was just a new game. Moving on. Now, we already know about Nintendo. Uh, Foreign players are apparently being abducted by UFOs. It's coming from Kotaku. As the latest Fortnite season nears its end, players are being zapped by mysterious beams of light that seem reminiscent of UFO abductions. Fortnite players have been posting clips of their abduction on Reddit and Twitter. Most of them seem to occur at the game's drive-in movie theater, Risky Reels. A green flash in the sky looks onto a player and lifts them into a wormhole and dumps them onto a random part of the map. So let me show you what I'm looking at. So for those of you, for all you audio-only listeners out there, you are definitely missing out. Here we go. It's like a warp hole, essentially. We're gonna let it play out. Then we're gonna, re- okay, here we go, replay. The inside Someone decided to clip this. There we go, there's that beam of light. Wait for it, wait for it, goodbye. No, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. Where are you going? Oops, sorry folks. Let me turn this off. There you go, (laughs) we're in the part of the map. All right, I guess we're gonna move on. Atari VCS is going on sale later on this month. The Atari box was revealed uh, to the world in J- June 2017 as a new console based on PC technology that already had been developed for years at that point. Despite that, it didn't take long for it to go off the rails. A planned Indie Indiegogo campaign was paused at the last minute, although it eventually happened and was extremely successful, pulling in more than 3.6 million uh despite it's rough I could an ugly interview that the, 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 the Tory vcs was well received the console will have access to over a dozen games Uh mm. so let's see Atari is saying it's, it will support 4k HDR and 60 frames per second exams was uh, expandable storage options dual-band Wi-Fi Bluetooth 5.0 and USB 3.0 So we'll see when this comes out Avengers uh, Okay, let's see let's read this Avengers and Berlin spin-off according to the story by uh, VentureBeat venture beat by Jeff Grubb and Jason Schreier of Bloomberg and we took the reddit post by Swine flu Gang along with more information regarding the 2K's upcoming games, is actually accurate. This leak also covers three dimension, three different unannounced titles coming from the publisher, in addition to one of the different cover athletes from the much expected upcoming NBA 2K21. The story by games, this thing is all over the place. The story by GameStop notes that, according to them, Dirk Nowitzki, who was was also retired from the NBA back in 2019. May actually be on the cover. So, XCOM, Marvel Heroes, coin name Vault, and Adventures Game in Borderlands. Apparently, we're getting, like, new stuff. They're gonna be announced on, like, June 12th through June 14th. So, I'm not gonna go into this to say, to, you know, keep it spoiler-free, of course. But, yeah. I right, a Nintendo museum is set to open one of the company's former playing card plants. Uh, go- they have plans to transform Nintendo OG Ogura plant into the facility sensitive named Nintendo Gallery. It's coming from AV Club. Uh, I guess we are in Tomb Raider's 25th Celebration, twenty fifth year. Uh, let's see what are we getting. That's all. Like literally, not doing much. Let me see something real quick. Uh, Isn't doing anything. No So apparently they released a statue. That's about it. So they didn't do much. Wow Uh, Let me see there's a new bundle. That's it Uh, uh, The definitive survivor trilogy Delves into Lara's very first expansion, uh, Reboot trilogy. So it's just a trilogy, that's it. It's just a reboot, they're not doing much at all. All right, let's go. Let's keep moving on. Rush and Clink, Rift of Parts will feature 60 frames per second ray tracing, and, uh, and plus a uh, ray tracing mode at launch. And this is coming from Insomnia Games. Uh, we know about that. And Microsoft confirms AMD Fidelity FX Super Resolution it is coming to in the Xbox Series X. So we all we all know that there's a partnership between them. But yeah, not surprising at all. And last, we're gonna end this gaming play segment with let me show you guys here an Xbox Pride exclusive controller that has been given away to influencers and media internationally well unfortunately we didn't get one but yeah nonetheless I'm excited about it but I'm surprised I didn't sell this to help support like for instance the Trevor Foundation they could have done something like that But I don't know why they didn't. But yeah, but kudos on them. Okay, now we're going to go on to entertainment. And here's your entertainment play. So, we have Sony's Marvel movie schedule, Venom 2, September 24th. 2021, Spider-Man 3, December 17th, 2021, Morbius, January 28th, 2022, Spider-Verse 2, October 7th, 2022, and Kraven the Hunter, coming out January 13th, 2023, thank you for GameSpot for this compilation, I guess you could say, okay, and let's see, we have everyone that has, that's going to... That has been cast in the Borderlands movie thus far. We have. Kate Blanchett as uh, Lilith. We have Jack Black as Claptrap. Hey. And then we have Gina Gerson as Moxie. And then we also have Jamie Lee Curtis as Tennis. So I haven't played Borderlands, so I'm not familiar with any of the characters. So just forgive me. given <laughs> Hart as Roland. Even though I have the games, like on my back like, I haven't touched it. Ariana Greenblatt as Tina, T- T- uh, teeny Tina. Benjamin Byron Davis as Marcus Kincaid. And last but not least, we have Edgar Ramirez as Atlas. Janina Javankar as General Knox, and that's it. So, well, apparently we're getting a same live action series on Netflix. <laughs> uh, and apparently new actors were announced for the live adaptation, apparently. Including Corella's Kirby, Howell, Baptiste as Death, Doctor Who's Jenna Coleman as Joanna Constantine, and comedian Pata, Patton, Oswalt as the voice of Math as Matthew the Raven. Okay, and apparently Emma Stone has denied that she's in Spider-Man No Way Home. Thank you, GameSpot for that. James Gunn has unveiled a new image from the Suicide Squad featuring Idris Elba's Bloodsport and more. Mm, excuse me. Hi. I think that's it. Okay, let me show you guys. Hey, where'd it go? Hey. Okay. There we go. There is your little teaser. You Oops. There we go. Get on over here. Okay. Uh And all the Spider-Man movies that I announced earlier. Sony is saying that there is actually a plan to make some sort of universe Or it's not surprising that they're trying to make their own MCU I guess you could say And let's see and speaking of the Suicide Squad spinoff, Freddie Sherma, who starred as Prince Frederick in Netflix's Brid- Bridgerton, has replaced Chris Conrad in HBO Max's spinoff, starring John Cena. Wow. S- hopefully, this one will be a lot better than the last one. Sherma, who also stars in Netflix, The Crew will play Vigilante, otherwise known as Adrian Chase, a hand-to-hand combatant, a brilliant marksman, and and a master of the Lariant. He was out in New York City. So, it's expected. Oh, it's a TV series. Wait, what? It's a show. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, it's a show. It'll premiere August 6th. Wait, wait, I'm lost. The TV series, which is expected to air in early 2022, will extend the world. that like Gundam is creating for the... Also, so there's both, so there's a film and a TV series. What's gonna say? Okay. So, the film is expected, is expected to come out this year, August 6th. And the TV series is expected to come out next year. It's confusing, but yeah. <laughs> so, CinemaCon. It is expected to... Begin August twenty third to the twenty sixth in Las Vegas. This is coming from Deadline. So uh, the National Association of Theater Owners announced Friday that every major studio is onboarded for the upcoming event at Caesar's Palace Coliseum. After a year without theater, studios, and movies, and movie fans seem very ready ready to put butts in seats once again. Yeah, so we. Yeah, I'm excited about this too. All right. Uh, Okay, let's see. Bridgeton. Robert Evans is said to play patriarch admin uh, Bridgeton in season two of the Netflix series. So, yeah. So, we are getting a reboot for Gossip Ground. that is set to uh, debut on HBO Max. On July 8th. Oscar Isaac has shared a lunar look at Marvel's Night series. And then, we're going to show you guys this. Well I'm pretty sure it has something to do with this particular comic series. So there's no release date, so hopefully this kinda doesn't take long to release as so I'm excited for it. And then I'm sure you guys remember SpongeBob SquarePants and Patrick, right? So Patrick is apparently getting his own show. Finally, this, coming this July, a Nickelodeon. Stranger so Things Season 4, Set Photos, Tease, a massive flat turn. Of course, we're not going to go into spoilers, because we like to keep the spoiler free. I currently is also getting a, a reboot as well. And we're we'll talking about this last So uh never have I ever actor my try I'm sorry if I watch this again. I'm gonna try just try to pronounce it as best as I can. Ma Ramak to star, will star in Netflix's rom-com The Netherfield Girls. The 90 year old actor is set to star in the Netherfield Girls a romantic comedy with lit with literally with literary pedigree. The movie is described as f- oh, it's a movie, okay is described as fresh and contemporary take on pride and prejudice in the spirit of the Emma Stone teen comedy, Easy 8 and Ten Things I Hate About You. Ramakrishnan will portray Lizzie Bennet, the protagonist of Jane Austen's classic novel, who eventually discovers the man she thinks is Mr. Wrong as, in fact, Mr. Right. So the Netherfield Girls was sold to Netflix with Becca uh, uh, Gleason directing the movie from an original script she wrote. Temporal Entertainment is producing the film, and a release date has not been announced. So, I'll change chis next season four will wrap up this summer, so keep that in mind. So, Isaiah Ray is entering the Spider-Verse, and thank you for all the Hollywood Reporter for this article. Ray, the star of HBO's acclaimed comedy. Drama insecure has joined the voice cast of Sony Pictures' animation sequel to Spider-Man: Into the Spider-Verse. Ray becomes the first addition to the franchise's role call that includes Shamik Moore and Haley Steinfeld, who are rep- who are reprising the roles of Miles Morales, aka Spider-Man, and Spider-Gwen, respectively. But uh, that's about it. <laughs> it's just essentially saying that no plans. details have been announced, and all this, but yeah. Black Clover confirmed a season 4 dubbed release date set for this Sunday. So, today. Actually, yeah. Wow. And for those of you that are fans of Sailor Moon, there Sailor Moon Eternal is now on Netflix. It means it's debuted June 3rd. So I haven't watched it yet, so to uh, enjoy it, let me know your thoughts as well. I have never, I haven't watched Sailor Moon, I know of it growing up, but I didn't watch it myself. Alright, so Loki is finally coming out this Wednesday, June 9th, yeah, June 9th, finally. Uh, we have a, a a new trailer for the Boss Baby family business. Of course, we're not going to get into spoilers. Spoiler free and so on. But yeah. Giant Wick 4. Daniel joins Keanu Reeves in the sequel. According to a report from Deadline. Yen will reportedly play an old friend of Wick in the film. No other details are yet available, but yeah. Let's keep that in mind. Alright. HBO Max celebrates Pride Pride Month all June long. With HBO with a showcase of... I guess a front page, I guess you could say. With LBGTQ Plus content and so on. Kudos to them. Alright, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show, but here, uh, this Netflix thing. Netflix joins Summer Game Fest to show off The Witcher, Resident Evil, and more. The latest addition to Jeff Keighley's Summer Game, uh, Game Fest livestream lineup is not actually just about games, not directly anyways, but about Netflix. Geek Week, as it's officially titled, will feature news, trailers, and other announcements from the network's game-based shows and movies, and I'm definitely excited about this. Because, you know, we're all about... We're not just about gaming. We're about entertainment, sports, and music. So, we're all over the place. So we have to keep up, essentially. And this next one kind of integrates music as well. <laughs> it's damage and music. So, Taylor Swift doesn't act in movies at all. All that often. Uh, so, she is starring... Uh, let's see where are you? Uh, the star spedded David O. Russell movie. Oh so join Russell's mysterious new movie, so there is no title. So that's all we have, <laughs> literally literally. <laughs> so we don't have anything at the moment. So now, we're going to go on to the sports play. Naomi Osaka withdraws from the French Open. Naomi Osaka announced on Monday that she has withdrawn from the French Open and is going to take some time away from the court. Earlier, organization said that the tennis player could face expulsion from the tournament and future Grand Slams if she continues to not speak to the media. Last week, Osaka said that she could not participate in any news conference during the Roland Garros to protect her mental health. She was fined $15,000 US dollars in the wake of her infringement of mandatory media interviews. So, my take on this is, why make them mandatory? Just let them talk about it if they want to. Let them give their take and that's it. But I'm guessing... Is because all the, she's in the spotlight. But then this goes with it. If you're in the spotlight. You have to speak publicly. But she's not just taking away from. Like not speaking publicly. She's taking away completely from the game. So kudos on her as well. Sometimes you have to take a break. Sometimes you feel burnt out and so on. But. You can't just let anything affect you—the negative or even the positive reinforcement. So they're all noise. Filter them out. Focus on yourself. Focus on you and your zone, and your, this, and what it in your your masters. Not your masters. um uh, your niche, or what it is you're doing. Your your goals. Just focus on that. Filter out every other noise. Scr- scramble it out of your head. Just keep going on. That's the way to keep moving forward. So apparently, the Los Angeles Lakers were just eliminated in game six by the Phoenix Suns. But the most shocking that nobody expected was LeBron James walking out on the court. He just walks out. Even though the game, there was still time left. Even though there was no way they maybe they could have won. Maybe they could have caught up at least, but not just walking out completely. Like even though he is the goat, I think this is was was his first loss. Kudos on him. But not just walking out. because you lose a game. When when you win, what do you, you do you walk out or do you stay? You stay. So you just treat it regardless as a failure or a loss. Have the same reaction. Learn from them. Don't just say oh, you don't agree with it. That's it. You did horrible. No, just be there. You you lost. You face it. You don't just walk away from it. And the last and and uh, the last little, uh, sports play of of the show is the Floyd Mayweather vs. Logan Paul fight set for where are you tonight at eight p.m. Eastern. And then, uh, well, it's said to start at eight p.m., but the main event will start at nine. No, I'm sorry, I uh, midnight. Wait, wait, why? That's weird. Also, the broadcast starts at eight p.m. Eastern, and they'll make their way in into the ring at midnight, which is weird. I never knew, knew boxing did that, but yeah. <laughs> so you could watch it on Showtime pay-per-view. Uh showtime is forty nine ninety nine in the US. But yeah. Uh let's see sports and now we're gonna go into music. Haley appears to uh is teasing her fourth album on a cryptic website. So this is coming from iHeartRadio. Radio. Haley's next music error might be upon us the pop star seemed to tease her fourth studio album on Monday May 24th when she led Eagle eyed fans down a dark rabbit hole that took them to a website containing a mysterious message And we're gonna show you this mysterious message in a minute So I'm thinking that's the message loading Oh, wait, I didn't show you guys. Hold on. Gotta do it again. There we go. Ah, okay, okay, okay. I can show you this. I didn't see this. <laughs> that's funny. Try again. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh wait, <laughs> wait one. And let's see. Twenty-one pilots and forty-two Doug debuted in the top ten. Coming from Billboard. Alright. Tomorrow the 30th anniversary of the show's rap category, hip hop starts will pay homage to Canada's homegrown rap scene. The show will feature performances from Canada's makers, including Ali Getty with Tate McRae, so, uh, singer-songwriter Jesse Reyes, Reyes and the If The World Was Ending duo J.P. Sachs and Julian M- Michaels. As the newest inductee into the Can- T- Canadian Music Hall of Fame, Jan Arden is also set to perform. To mark the- 30th anniversary of the show's rap recording of the year category. Hip hop stars Car... Dino of Shell, Julie Block, Maestro Fresh Navi Nav, and uh, Javio Mati will give a special appearance to pay homage to Canada's ho- homage rap scene. And this one actually uh it's a hybrid between gaming and music. Twitch last week warned streamers that the recording industry is once again stepping onto the number of DMCA claims it makes on it on the servers as reported by Kotaku, as originally reported by Kotako. Thanks to Games for this article. We recently received a batch of DMCA takedowns notifications with about a thousand individual claims from music publishers. The service and an email to streamers. It noted that the claims are all for archived video-on-demand content and mostly involve streamers listening to background music. Based on the number of claims, we believe these rights holders used automated tools to scan and identify copyrighted music in creators' vods and clips, which means they will likely send further notices. While Twitch first uh, started receiving waves of DMC takedowns from record labels a year ago, said it, it, it said th- this is the first such contact from the adjacent music publishing industry. We are disappointed. They decided to send takedowns when we are willing and ready to speak with them about solutions, Twitch said. Twitch has been talking with record labels about solutions since at least last November. The platform's email about the latest DMCA strikes specified they continue to talk with labels about solutions that could work for creators as well as its rights holders. And this is actually... Not, I, we, I didn't expect this at all. As we talked about this previously with the DMCA takedowns um, numerous times on on the show. But this is the first time this has come to light that Twitch is actually trying to w- work their hardest with the music industry. So, to avoid such DMCA, this DMCA uh, takedowns. But they still went around Twitch and did, did this. So now, you guys are aware of exactly what's going on. And I I also received an email from Twitch myself, but yeah, hopefully they work out with a solution because this is like it's needed for sure. So apparently, Little Loaded has died at the age of twenty. May he rest in peace. Okay, save that for last. So, Mike Posner summit Mount Everest raises over 220,000 for Detroit nonprofit. He, the singer and songwriter, Detroit native, Mike Posner, said that he has uh, summited Mount Everest. He announced his plans to climb the tallest mountain in the in the world back in March, and that he would be fundraising money to donate to the Detroit Justice Center. On Tuesday, uh, he tweeted this uh, the morning of 4:35 a.m. Uh yeah, so essentially he's climbing my emphasis. So kudos on him. Hopefully he stays safe. Okay, I'm gonna go into that in a bit. So Billy, Elish, H E R, and Kid Cudi will perform at Amazon's Prime Day Show. Ah well shoulder. Okay. The weekend wins three 2020 Juno Awards on the first night of the ceremony. The superstar took three of the 37 awards presented fr- Friday at a virtual event dubbed the Juno Opening Nights Awards presented by Music Canada. His mega hits blinding lights won single of the year. His album After Hours won Contemporary RB recording of the year. And he took the prize for songwriter of the year in tandem with his collaborators Belly, Ahmad Belshi and Jason Dahila Queen Neville. The weekend we already know about that. But yeah. Kudos on the weekend. Hopefully we can bring him on bring him on the show. Okay, I'm gonna refresh this. There we go. So this Thursday I will be at Access Replay once again because they are they have a new artist series as well, and it will be live streamed on their Twitch, YouTube, and I believe their Facebook channels as well. So check them out at Access Replay. And if you guys are in the Atlanta area, just let me know. Let me know you're you're there. And let them know that I sent you as well. And we're going to end this. With. Charlie Puth. And Jackson TC's 2021 Life's Good campaign. And we're going to let. Charlie Puth tell tell you this himself. Hold on, before I play it. We're going to. I haven't watched this. V- I haven't watched this video either. Okay, 1080, what's oh, the best?
1: Okay. Full screen. If at first you succeed you fall down I'm pretty sure I'm going to get everyone. Uh, I'm Charlie Pueth and I'm something. leading season two of LG's Life's Good music project. Good like should, good. I hope that we can spread some hope and happiness by making music together and that you guys have a chance to show the world your talent. But above all, let's have some fun. Well, it is great. To I've written the melody and chorus of Life's Good Song. Let me play it for you right now. You didn't give up on me. You helped me get about my head. So who knows where. First you don't succeed and you fall down to your knees. Or oh, you gotta pick yourself back up and try again. If it don't go like it should, just remember life is good and you gotta pick yourself back up and try again. And so now that we've got I'll the I'll melody the and chorus, let's complete the song research together. Research well. We need singer-songwriters. If that's what you're into, write us some great lyrics. If you like to add your own sounds to things, you can participate as a vocalist or play my melody or some harmonies on the instrument of your choice. Upload your entry with hashtag lifeisgoodmusic well well underscore uh, LG Bentley. on Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok. You'll find series. more details below. Let me hear how life's good for you. Let's make something amazing together. I'm
0: going to pause this real quick so you guys can take a screenshot or whatever. Okay. Show more. What is that? Yeah, apparently it's all here. So we're just going to share this YouTube video. Chat. And there we go. And I, I wasn't aware of this until maybe two days ago. I was just randomly browsing through TikTok as I normally would. And I found this. I'm like, wait, what? And as you can see, May 28th, <laughs> like a week ago. So thank God I found this so I could share with you guys as well. It's until June 27th. So be sure to participate if, if you are. If, even if you're an upcoming artist, you're shy, you're nervous, just go out and do it. This is an opportunity. Go out and pursue it no matter what just go ahead you never know even if you uh, you don't win or whatever this opportunity can lead you to even more opportunities other people can be more aware of your content and your music so just go for it all right so See if we have any last minute news stories or discussions that may have missed anything news oh yeah. I'm gonna be at Access later on today for the, their Dungeons and Dinner event. That's it, it's already it's gonna kick off at two, but I'm gonna be there later on today. So I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So if if now we're gonna move on to Mail. If you guys want to send us a read Mail, here's how we want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and even any questions that we have for us by sending us a read email on our Discord server, we're leaving a voice do over at anchor.fm backslash the impact plane. Or even by sending us an email to readermail at mxplay.com. Who knows, we'll even be featured on a future episode or even our special one segment of the show. So, thank you guys so much for making the Impact Play a part of your day. If you wish to join our community server over on Discord, be sure to enter exclamation discord in chat now. And guys, we're trying to unlock subs over on Twitch and we need your help. Share the channel with your friends, your family, anyone who believes you'll benefit from the show. Hit the follow button, hit the notification bell so you'll be notified when we do go live. And leave us a review. We're just reading on your favorite platform. And I'll I'll see you guys later tonight on the post show. Have a great one. And until next time.